0: Good morning, Rock Bible Church. Morning. Happy Mother's Day! Thank you. you made it. Usually, the about the third highest attendance day in Christendom. There's Christmas and Easter. They always battle for first and second, and then Mother's Day, right? And you did it. Yeah, you kept. You got the. Uh, you got the attendance record. You got it staying high. Um, we're gonna work on Father's Day, though. That's a different story. <laughs> Amen. I oh, don't know. Let's pray. <laughs> <You're> right. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> I'm going to apologize in advance. I tried to eat a pickle this morning and got it in the, in the, uh, where the wind goes, the pipe, and I have, I have been coughing and a little bit weird ever since, so happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, we, uh, I'm, I'm excited about the Achievement Forest thing. I, I just realized Oslin's going to be on the loose on our campus. Which is pretty cool. Uh, but this morning, we're going to uh, continue our series in First Samuel. We're going to do chapter 12 this morning. We're going to look at Samuel, one of the f- most famous moms of all time. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, how, how are, are you doing? You're doing Samuel on Mother's Day? Yeah. Because we're going to find out what God, Samuel, and moms have in common so we're going to have a little fun with it. It's a little bit of a different passage, so I'm taking a little bit of liberties with it, uh, but we're going to have a little fun. Uh, before we do that, welcome to Rock Bible Church. We're a Christ-centered, biblically-based, compelling, casual community, compelling ourselves and others to Christ, casual ways that welcome all to worship, being a community that serves the greater community. Amen? Amen. And one more thing. Uh Friday, we did the service for Kristen Ambrose down at Central Christian Church. Um, uh, blessings to them. They put on a great uh, service event, and it was a wonderful time to share. It was about a two-hour service. There was laughing and crying. Uh, luckily, nobody threw anything, but it was it was a really great event. And uh, I just want to thank uh, so many of you that came and represented. And then I know there were there were probably somewhere close to 1,000 people who watched online because there was three different streaming ways that it was played. So, um, and I know that Josh thanks you too. Uh, his, is it widower? Is that when the man's left? Okay. Um, so yeah, so thank you. And that's one of the ways that we be a community that serves the greater community. We do funerals. Can we stop doing those just for a little bit? Can we take a break? Can we do some baby dedications and weddings or something? If you're thinking about proposing, can you just do it soon so that we can? <laughs> we've been doing too many funerals <laughs> lately. Uh, we had one last. I had one last Saturday. I had one Friday. I have another one on Tuesday, um, which is the Barnett family, and we'll pray for them in just a second, uh, because. Uh, she lost her mom, and then I believe it was last night, uh, her husband went in uh, with a heart attack. Um, he's stable right now and whatnot. So, but um, uh, big week for Leslie and them. So, so there's that. Uh, let's pray, and uh, and let's talk about moms. All right, Lord, thank you for uh, what we get to do, the things we get to experience, and many of them are confusing as to why they happen and how we respond to them what to think the feelings that come but then lord we thank you for the, th- the great experiences that you give us as well and I, I pray that you would help blend those build our faith how we trust in you and and experience you pray that we do that with each other and then, Lord, I, I pray that our, our time this morning in Your Word would um, push push us in the right direction, point us along the right path. And so, uh, bless this time. And thanks for moms. We pray, uh, especially for Leslie and and the Barnets, uh, for Bill, uh, for the service and the prep that's going on. And just can't imagine that it's it's coming at them from all directions, Lord. So, uh, little little blessing. Uh, hand of guidance, some wisdom, some peace, and uh, and then help. Uh, give him lots of hands and feet around him. And uh, we pray all this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 First Samuel chapter twelve. Uh, God, Samuel and moms. Here we go. Verse one. Uh, we're coming to the end of Samuel's time. He's about to wrap up and leave. We've kind of anointed Saul as king at this point. Uh, And thank you, Brent, for getting us into uh, chapter 11 last week. Um, But Samuel's kind of starting his farewell tour. This is kind of how you can look at this. Samuel said to all Israel, Behold, I have obeyed your voice and all that you have said to me and have made a king over you. People wanted a king. He made it happen, talked to God. God didn't like it. Samuel didn't like it, but the people demanded. Right? We'll explain that here in a few more verses. And now, behold, the king walks before you. And I am old and gray, and behold, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my youth until this day. I'm getting old. I'm running out of steam. Right Here I am, testify against me before the Lord and before His anointed. Whose ox have I taken? What? What are we asking? Whose donkey have I taken? Who have I defrauded? Have I oppressed anyone? Or from whose hand have I taken a bribe to blind my eyes with it? Wh- what are all these questions about? How, I done? How have I done? But they might be a little sarcastic or pointed, Socratic questions that lead to an assumed or implied answer. What's he kind of trying to say? Right? They sound like questions but he could be actually making a statement with all these questions what is it i rocked it that's what we at this church that's how we have to say it we have to use the word rock so many times right i've rocked it i did what i was supposed to do i knocked it out of the park i've been uh, true and true righteous steadfast stayed on the path you know i haven't veered to the left or the right and he's asking me hey, you realize that's what you experience with me Why? Why say that? He just made an announcement. He says, "Hey, behold! You asked for a king. I've done that. The whole thing, and and now I've gotten old. So tell me this: Have I messed up at all, or have I been really good? Is is there? Did you miss the compare contrast that might just have started? Once he's gone." Who are they left with? I think they said he walks amongst you now, right? The king, right? The question is going to be, well, this is what we got from Samuel. What will we get from Saul? What will we get from the king? Um, Testify against me and I will restore it to you. He said, hey, if I've made anything wrong, I'll give it back. And they answered, you've not uh, defrauded or oppressed us. Next, uh, Next slide there. There we go. You haven't defrauded us or oppressed us, taken anything from any man's hand, right? Blameless. And he said to him, well, the Lord's witness against you and his anointed is witness this day that you have not found anything in my hand. I haven't taken anything. I'm, I'm pure in all this. Okay. So what did we just set him up top status? Yeah. And now what happens if if, if you've decided that he's pure and he's good, if it then now he makes a statement, <laughs> now you're in trouble because you got to take it, right? We, we've established that he's a great guy, as Veggie tales would tell you, right? He's a really good guy, remember that? Samuel said to the people, Lord's witness, who appointed Moses and Aaron and brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt, Now, therefore, stand still that I may plead with you, before the Lord concerning all the righteous deeds of the Lord that he performed for you and for your fathers. Now, I don't know about you. That sounds like mom. My mom. I don't know your moms very well. How, how many moms do we have here this morning? Come on. Be, be proud, right? Okay, good. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce was the only one that clapped for anybody. Come on. on. Moms. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Let's have a little fun with moms. I I forgot. We usually do this. Uh, Who's come from farthest away? Do we have any moms from out of state today? Where are you from? What state? Las Vegas. All right. Anybody outside of Las Vegas? Okay. For those of you that are watching on the stream I want you to type in what town you are. If you're a mom and you're watching on the stream, I want you to type it. we got to engage the people on the video, right, sometimes. Type in, like, I'm in Seattle, whatever. By the way, uh, you don't win. Vegas still wins because she's actually here, okay? You don't get to go to Sri Lanka and watch from there and say, oh, I'm the farthest away. No, that doesn't work. Um, Who's the newest mom? Who has the youngest youngster Become mom newest. Do we have anybody that has an under a year old? Under two years old? Three? Go in once. Go on. We have an under three year old. All right. What's her name? Uh, Baker. Baker. Awesome. Congratulations. You win. Youngest mom. You. Right. I'm not that sure that's how we measure that, Scott, but counts today. Who has the most kids? Anybody? We got Five? Anybody with six? All right, got four. four. And Matt, I'm not sure if you know this, but you're not a mom. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I I don't want to check that, but I'm just, oh, Tracy's in the nursery. Okay, Tracy, holler out to you. You do count. You're just, you're watching kids right now. All right, and uh, who has the oldest kid? Anybody got a kid in their 50s? Yeah, 60s? All right, we got three in the back with kids in their sixties. Call it, call them out. How old are they? Yeah, all the sixty-year-old kids. She's got a sixty-seven. And I know, but there were three ladies that all had their hands up. Judy, what's yours? Sixty-one. And Nelda, sixty-six. That's over 180, that's like 180 something years of kids. Wow, that, those are winners too. Um, moms come in all types, yeah? When you're talking about moms, you never say shapes and sizes, okay? You say they all come in different types, right? My mom, my, that's what my mom would have said, right? Now, uh, she would have said, hey, 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 stand still. I don't know about you, but I heard that phrase so many times. Why? Because I was wiggling or climbing or jumping or running or the whole thing. We had a time after church on a Sunday where we went home after church and my mom marched uh, guy and David and I into the living room, sat us on the couch, said, you this corner, you this corner, you this corner. All right. You were supposed to sit for 45 minutes. Or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it was only half an hour. It felt like seven hours, right? Um, and, and you failed. So we're going to practice sitting still. If you move, we start the clock over again. Oh. Yeah, we were there for six weeks. No. <laughs> I moved once, I think it was, or whatever. And my other brother moved So we had to restart the clock just a couple times. It, it only took us about two hours to get through it. So it wasn't too bad. But um, it says, stand still. Because you're trying to do too much and you're getting distracted. There is another agenda going on that I want to draw your attention to. Now, do moms do that? mom's grab you take your head and turn it That's no look over here <laughs> right I, I mean these are I, mother's day is the greatest day to preach because there's so much material right this this is one of the things that got me started on how god and samuel are like moms uh, we see the best of god in our moms really sometimes in our dads we'll hit them up on in june right but This story, we're going to see quite a few things. What are they? It's actually in the verse of the righteous deeds that the Lord has performed for you. Uh, God does amazing deeds for us. Amen. Samuel, he was top notch, did a bunch of righteous deeds. We just saw that. And if I ask you about your moms, now some of you, you're dark and you was, yeah, but my mom, this and that. No, that's not today. Okay. We can always find something wrong with everybody. Amen. Let's not talk about that, right? Um, But who has the greatest capes in our life? Capes? Yeah, superheroes. Who are the greatest superheroes? I know dads do pretty well, but moms, right? Look at the, the life of Jesus. They talk about his dad at all? Well, at all, Scott, technically, they do talk about him once or twice. Who do they talk about the most, though? Mom? that kind of interesting? I hear another little shot out to honor you moms. Of all the ways that the eternal creator God decided to manifest His Son, the second part of the Trinity, on the planet, what delivery mechanism did He decide to use? Come down on a cloud? Stairway to heaven? It was a mom. Amen? Yeah, let's clap for that. 're gonna we're gonna have some fun uh, therefore with this passage looking at how those three entities really mirror each other. I would call them thematic and these themes that are true about God can be seen in life right Some of the greatest proofs of God are things we can actually experience right Take a picture of tape record, whatever. I know you guys don't tape record anything anymore because we don't use tapes get over it. Um, Verse eight, when, when Jacob went into Egypt and the Egyptians oppressed them, then your fathers cried out to the Lord and the Lord sent Moses and Aaron who brought your fathers out of Egypt and made them dwell in this place. Does God rescue? Did Samuel kind of rescue them from some things? He did. How many times has your mom rescued you? Too many, right? This guy, you want the whole list or just the top 10? Right? Uh, but they forgot. Verse 9, they forgot. Who would they forget? Yeah? Moms ever get forgotten? All right, for the rest of you who aren't moms, I, I just want to give you an inside track on what moms collectively together in their side conversations crack up and laugh about. Like everybody's birthday, who sets it up? Mom. Christmas, who sets it up? Mom. We to do this and there's stuff around the house. There's keeping dad in line. Da, 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 da. When it comes to Mother's Day or Mom's birthday, who sets that up? So Half the time the mom set it up themselves, right? Because they know everybody else is gonna drop the ball. Right? It's just funny that way. <laughs> we get we, we forget them and we take them for granted. That uh It's true about God, it's true about Samuel, and it's true about our moms. Uh, And he sold them into the hand of Sisera, the commander of the army of Azor, and into the hand of the Philistines, and into the hand of the king, which, by the way, they're having this conversation. There's a garrison of Philistines, not too far from where they're having this conversation. It's going to come out in the next chapter, next week. I hope you'll be there. Uh, Moab. And they fought against him. And they cried out to the Lord and said, we have sinned because we have forsaken the Lord, have served the Baals, the gods, and the Ashtaroth, or idols, right? But now deliver us out of the hand of the enemies that we may serve you. Moms are meant to be served, especially on Mother's Day. Right, moms? Yes, we're doing something for mom today. I think we should just stop right now and just start praying for moms, right? (laughs) That was pathetic and wrong, (laughs) okay? Uh, uh, Verse 11, and the Lord sent Jerubal and Barak, Jephthah and Samuel, and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side. Mom gets you out of trouble? Sure does. Next slide. You lived in safety. Mom provides safety. She sure does. And when you saw the Nahash, that Nahash, the king of the Amorites, came against you, you thought you would be in trouble because everything would disappear. <laughs> and what what would you be stuck with? You'd be stuck with your notes. And lo and behold, it occurred. Berubra, 12, Nahash... Yes, here we go. We're verse 12. And then you saw Nahash and the king of the Amorites who came against you. You said to me, No, but a king shall reign over us. Instead of crying out to God, you asked for a king, right? Um, when you really needed mom, have you pursued other things? Ah, and i it on my own. How's that go? That's so good, right? No, but a king shall reign over us. And when the Lord your God was king. You said, give us a king when the Lord your God was king. Who's our only king? Who's your only boss? Who's your only real father? Real mother? Who's your only real pastor? Right? I mean... We talked about this a while ago, the difference between what's important, what's immediate, and what is priority. And they got that mixed up. Verse 13, Now behold, the king whom you have chosen... (laughs) Can you hear the spite in that? The king whom you have chosen, right? For whom you have asked, behold, the Lord has set a king over you. And if you will fear the Lord and serve Him and obey His voice and not rebel against the commandment of the Lord. And if both you and the king who reign over you will follow the Lord your God, it will be well. If you do what mom says, everything goes well. Right? There's a flip side to that too. Right? But if you do not obey the voice of the Lord, rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then the hand of the Lord will be against you and your king you cute king you asked for, even he won't be able to save you or help you, protect you. Now therefore, stand still. Oh no, is he saying it again? <laughs> stand still and see this great thing that the Lord will do before your eyes. Has mom done great things? Let's do the interactive portion of the morning. Have moms done great things? Discuss amongst yourselves. Great. No? All right. What what are some of the greatest things your mom have done? This is a little cheeky of a question. Birth you. Birth you. Do you like you? Of course you do. That was mom's well uh, mom's doing. Well done, mom. Right? I, I love uh, when people have kids and they, they're kind of out in public for the first time and they're parading them around and everybody's ooh, goo goo gaga, all this stuff. And uh, I like to come up and go, oh my gosh, what a beautiful kid. Mom, you did good work, right? Why? What's that about? You're acknowledging something. A kid wouldn't be there if it was not for the mom, right? We wouldn't be here if it weren't for God. You know. now therefore stand still and see the great thing that the Lord will do before your eyes is God still doing great things before your eyes in front of you in your life is he done yet say no no verse 17 it's not the wheat is it not wheat harvest today Hey, wait, aren't we supposed to be harvesting? I mean, I know we, I called a meeting for all of you to come to this, but if we didn't have this meeting, we'd be harvesting right now. Uh, I will call upon the Lord that He may send thunder and rain, and you shall know and see that your, wick, your wickedness is great, which you have done in the sight of the Lord, and asking for yourselves a king. It is time for harvest. You want thunder and rain? You want to harvest? Er, er, it was the last time you walked or worked in the mud. <laughs> let's do it tomorrow, right? If it's raining it's muddy. It's like, eh, let's do it tomorrow." Right? And he says, "I can I can I can talk to God and he will send thunder and rain. And by you seeing that he can call it down whenever he wants, you should be remembering who's really in charge? <laughs> in the family, who's really in charge?" Yeah, there we go. Okay, good, good. Um, And you're going to know this. Verse 18, So Samuel called upon the Lord, and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day, and all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. And all the people said to Samuel, Pray for us. Pray for your servants to the Lord your God, that we may not die, for we have added to all our sins this evil to ask for ourselves a king. They finally figured it out. Do moms quit before the kids figure it out? No, it's the weirdest things. Moms never quit. Dads quit. We, it's like, ah, oh, he's never going to learn it. Forget it. We'll, uh, we'll have him do something else. I guess math isn't his thing or something. You know, moms don't quit. Love that. Is Are some of those statements hitting ho- close to home over there? <laughs> we got the fun Franklin family fun time going on <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do that too. <laughs> uh, uh, Sam said to the people don't be afraid you've done all this evil yet do not turn aside from following the Lord but serve the Lord with all your heart what's he saying yeah you made mistakes will God take you back say yes when you make mistakes where have we most often turned to mom right we see the character and attributes of God in our moms don't be afraid then Right? Do not turn aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. Do not turn aside from the empty thing or Do not turn aside after empty things that cannot profit or deliver, for they're empty. Verse 22, "For the Lord will, He will not forsake His people. For his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. God's pleased with us, regardless of our status. Moms almost never disown their kids. They're my kid. Yeah, he really messed up, but he's still my kid. My mom had to say that so many times. (laughs) Moreover, As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for you. Our moms pray for us? Uh Uh-huh. And I will instruct you in the good and the right way. Do moms show us good and right? They sure do. Only fear the Lord and serve Him faithfully with all your heart for consider what great things He has done for you. But... If you still do wickedly, you shall be swept away, both you and your king. Boom. Boom. Do, uh, do moms bring the discipline sometimes? For good reason. Right. I can't imagine how I would have turned out had my mom spared me discipline. Right. Uh, may the Lord bless the reading of His Word. Amen? Amen. All right, let's look at some, some things on how uh, these three are the same. And we're going to have a little bit of fun with it uh, because moms are like God and Samuel. and Therefore, moms sometimes. And did you did you notice um, each of the lines of fillings? You get the first letter? Spells moms. I know it's so cute. The first thing that they do, and I I love this. It's stuck in my head as I was reading and preparing. Sometimes moms make it rain, right? I love that uh, Samuel says to the people, he says, look, I'll pray to God. I'll tell him to send thunder and rain and watch. Boom, it'll happen, right? Um, don't mess with mom, especially today. Steve, you think that's funny, huh? You're laughing. I can hear you laughing, right? Um, moms make it rain in other ways, too. They, they do great things. Like sometimes you need rain. Sometimes you have great needs and mom shows up. Or mom was working behind the scene all the time and you thought nothing was going on and all of a sudden the day comes and and you're distraught and the whole thing and boom, all of a sudden there's a party. And like, oh, not only did she not forget, she did all this prep work, invited these people, made the food, whatever. And now we're having a great old time. Moms do great things. Where did they learn that? From their, from their moms. And why do moms in general have it? Because it's the image of God in them. It's the way God acts and wants us to act. And let's be honest, where, where do we get most of our examples? From our family, from our parents. Maybe grandparents. Dad does pretty well sometimes. But mom... Right. So moms make it rain. Um, I got in trouble a time or two. with My mom. Trying to get away with things. And I remember, you know, there's there's the famous one, you know, wait till your dad gets home. My mom never really said that. Because she went. She would set things straight before Dad got home. In fact, I was praying for Dad to get home because it might be a distraction for Mom and I'd be out of trouble, right? I think I've told this story before a while ago, but uh, I, you know, as I was getting a little bit older and I thought I was you know, doing okay, we went out for uh, sandwiches after church and I saw the large and I was like, I'm having the large. And my mom's like, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to have the large. No, you you couldn't finish it. How about you get half? A medium or a small. Share it with your brother. She's given me all these options. Were they good options? Yes. What did I say? Yeah. Never say no to your parents. Never, ever say no to your parents. <laughs> it's a bad idea, right? Doesn't go well, right? So I'm like, I could eat the whole thing. She's like, no, you can't, blah, blah, blah. She says, okay, I'll make you a deal. Now, if you ever have to engage with my mom, I'm just giving you a little hint. And mom leads with, hey, let's make a deal. Abort, run. (laughs) Just get out, quick, right? She says, I'll buy you the large sandwich, and you said you could eat the whole thing. You have to stay at the table, until the whole sandwich is done. we're about to go to the park with your brothers and this other couple. If uh, you get there and you're not done, then we're gonna find a picnic table and you're gonna sit down and you're gonna continue to eat until the sandwich is done. I won't force you to eat it fast, but we'll take as much time as is. Deal? What did I say? Yeah, otherwise I wouldn't be telling this story, right? Never played in the park that day. We made it back home to the house, and I'm like, boo, I'm finally free. She says, no, come here. Stand still, <laughs> right, from the passage. Stand still right here in the kitchen, at the kitchen table. Brings out the sandwich, plops it on the table. All right, you can stay here until you're done. Woo! How long does it take, um, well, let's say maybe 10 or 11 year old to eat a large sandwich? It's about, I think it's plus or minus six hours. <laughs> I think that's how long it took. Mom, mom knew how to like, hey, let's set the record straight, right? Uh, number two, <clears throat> mom's know how to outline the good and the right. That's straight from the passage. I will show you. Stand still and listen so that I can explain to you the good and the right. Samuel's saying that about God for the people of Israel. But how many times have our moms set us straight? was working in a machine shop mom worked in the front office and dad was like sales and all the technical stuff for the machining and I was in charge of the broom (laughs) a big job um and other little things like that and I was you know mid-teens and decided that I was worth more so I marched into the front office and hey mom I need a raise (laughs) and my mom my mom has always very been. Uh, she's been very calm. She never like jumps to anything or raise her voice much or anything. She she like intellectually crushes you, <laughs> right? <laughs> My daughter's like, yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> right? So she says, oh, you need a raise, huh? Why is that? I said, I need more money. She's like, oh, and z- she would do this with questions. She would answer your questions with questions. Oh, so. Getting a raise, you get a raise when you want more money. That's how raises work. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, and she starts asking more pointed questions. Are you worth more money to the company now? Say, like, mom. I don't think you heard me. I was saying I want more money. Not, am I worth more to the company? Are you Are you listening? And she's like, No, I don't think you're listening. Are you worth more money to the company? Well, what What do you mean? I said, "Well, this is how it works. When you become valuable enough that the company makes more money, then they'll want to give you more money because you're earning more money. Because the company's here to make money. That's how companies work. So just because you feel like you deserve something or want something or would like a bigger check, it never works that way." Was one of the greatest lessons of my life, right? And I tucked my tail between my legs and marched back out to my broom and kept going. Did I get a raise? No. I think she cut my pay actually. <laughs> um, they outline what's good and what's right. There were certain things I never had to ask because my mom and my dad they modeled them for me, and I watched them and said, ah, you know, mom, I'll be somewhere else. And, eh, mom and dad aren't here, but I'm pretty sure. Without asking them, yeah, we're not doing that. And that saved me so many times. Israel should have known. They had the example of God and prophets and forefathers and all this for so long. They had the Torah. They had the Ten Commandments. They had all these different things. And yet, they run off and do their own thing. Why? Because we like bad and evil. We like the teams that wear black. And we like to act like we're tough. And we make, you know, like... We're some kind of entity. And why do we do that? We think that increases our value, or our worth. And we've forgotten that our worth and our value come from where? From God. How did He prove it? Any guesses? You got any ideas as to how He might have proved that? I know, where is Heisman Here, let's get the phone out, see if he calls. Watch. No, he's probably doing something with moms in his area. Good for him. Um, when you can learn to value yourself the way God values you, many things that were a temptation or a threat, they disappear. When you can stand still and say... I know what good and right are when you can start to believe the value that your mom has projected on you as long as she can insults are no longer insults they're just words from some loudmouth fear is diminished it has no legs everything becomes more stable and safe because you start to understand what is good and what is right. And praise God that He works through our moms to help us see those things. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, the funny part about my mom, she's two states away. She still influences almost every moment of my day. You know? I If I think I'm going to say something like, Ooh, would mom? Would mom? Yeah, I don't know, right? Third. Uh, mom sometimes mix love and discipline. Sometimes moms mix love and discipline. Sometimes moms fill in the blanks <laughs> for you. I mean, look at all those verses. What's how? not that almost the whole passage? We have this conversation with Samuel and the people talking about God saying, look, I'll, I'll, He loves you. If you follow Him and obey Him and, and seek Him with your whole heart, it's going to go well. And then what was that, last, that, that very last verse? Remember? Say 25. 25. Yeah. i'm I'm sure it was me. They cut and paste, and you know, Mom did a lot for me, S- teaching me to spell was not one of them <laughs> right but but we killed it in math, okay, <laughs> so um, no at the end it says it is like this weird little last phrase of the passage, but if you do wickedness, well, you'll be dead <laughs> you know it's it's the short version, right um mom discipline ya? my my I tell you what um Let's not have a big discussion on this, but I was spanked, okay? In my house, if, if, you, if you were out alone, you got a smack for that, okay? It was never mom. Mom, you know, she had other ways. Dad, if, if it was time to get a spanking, it was dad, and it was, it was kind of interesting, because he would say, look, I can love you, or I can spank you. It's your choice, the whole thing, right? Mom's discipline was verbal, limits tasks. And I, I remember thinking, you know, spankings are, are, are terrible. I don't like them. But can I have one of those instead of mom's consequence? Right? Because mom brings the heat in ways where you don't even realize what hit you. And next thing you know, you're crushed. And, and I'll, I'll never forget the times where the best discipline my mom gave me was you know, Scotty, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. You knew better. That's well, not how I raised you. Oh, you just feel so small and crushed, right? Why, why do moms do that sometimes? Why not just be the loving, right, unconditional love? Do, do our moms unconditionally love us? Yeah, but then they discipline us. How can those two work together? Right? Because they're the same as how it works with God. Does God unconditionally love us? Yes. And does he have conditions? <laughs> right? There's a consequence. Mom wouldn't say, you're in trouble. She says, oh, you're going to have a consequence. <laughs> that doesn't make it feel any better. All right? They mix love and discipline and praise God for that because it sets us on the right path. Lastly, Mom, say prayers for you. Oh, yeah, that's sweet and it it's sentimental. And moms care about us and our trajectory. Care about our condition. But what's being said there? The Samuel pulls aside and says, "Look, I'll pray for you." People cry out, hey, pray for us. We're going to die. We've been so bad. He says, yeah, I'll pray for you. And moms pray for us. And that's a good exercise. What's it say about us? It says we're important to them, that they would want to pray for us. It's a virtue to them that they would dedicate time to prayer. But what are we actually engaging? Guys, the best moms, they draw God into the into the scene. When mom prays for you, mom's saying, "Okay, bigger, smarter entity, all encompassing, take over." Because my kids are knuckleheads and they're gonna die, <laughs> right? And I might be the one that kills them, <laughs> right? No, uh, what they're doing is they they start relationship with God for us. By drawing God in, or exampling for us the pursuit of Him, even if it's through prayer, I hated this. I hated it. My mom would get these um, uh, mail-in like Bible study study workbook things, and then she would, "Hey, you want to make a deal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to go to this, this." She said, "Oh, do one of these little study things." I'm like what? I don't want to do that. And I'm sitting at my desk or the kitchen table and I'm banging through this thing trying to figure out the answers and then she pulled me aside and we'd go through it. I mean, are we at all con- confused about how I ended up here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at this. you know, Because <laughs> she started it? I'm like, Mom, what are you doing? I just want to go play ball with my friend. She's like, yeah, but I, I need you to see something else for a minute an hour for the rest of your life <laughs> amen for moms if we get the best attributes of god in them amen for us if we start to see the attributes of god in them because we want to start seeing god Friday, 2 o'clock, we did a service for Kristen Marie Potter. We call her Kiki, though, most of us here, right, Kiki. And uh, the pastor met with Josh and the family separate, and they asked me to speak, and then they sent me this program order, and they said, "We'd, we'd like you to speak like right about here, but before you speak, will you do a prayer for the parents, and I'm on a phone call. It's like, yeah, of course. I mean, I, this is my job. And, you know, they assign me a task. And, yeah, no problem, the whole thing. And I'm, I'm sitting on this phone call. Tim is the pastor there, wonderful guy and uh, hardworking and the whole thing. He, he put this whole thing together. He emailed it to me. And then he texted me to let me know that he had sent me an email, which, <laughs> praise God, that's how you communicate with Scott Berglund. Okay. Send me an email. I'll never see it. Text me and say, I sent you an email with an attachment and uh, that's how you, because I got to get through all my emails from good guys, Best Buy, Costco, you know, the social security department, because my number's been um, compromised and all this. I mean, there's just so many emails or whatever. And so when he texts me, I'm walking through Costco and he says hey i sent you an email but i thought i'd text you, you know, can we talk about this sometime and i'm looking around going oh wayne's a couple aisles over getting something and this is a perfect time boom now we're talking and he's talking through my assignments and he says yeah when you get up to speak you know, we'll give you 10 minutes or whatever you need in there but before you do that will you pray for the parents and I was like, well, yeah, of course, I'll pray for the parents. And then, now, do you want me to bring them up on stage? And we're doing logistics, right? But then we, we kind of answered some of the logistic questions. And then I started thinking, I, I got to pray for these parents that just lost their daughter. They're going to their own kid's funeral. And then I was, oh, Tim, you sucker. You gave me the tough job. I See what happens here, but I'm walking through Costco and kind of like right now I start tearing up but in Costco I'm like my my chest is starting to bounce because I'm You know, I lost it in Costco, right? And I'm like, I'm a grown man. What is wrong with me? I Care and I see the value of this father and mother And so as I'm getting ready and thinking about what I'm gonna like this verse kept Like banging me in the head Raise up a child in the way that they should go. And when they are old they will not depart from it. That's what my mom did for me. That's what Patty and Rich did for Kristen. And in the service I was up on stage and, you know, they they have a pretty a really good setup, lights and all this stuff, and you got your area you're supposed to be in when you present and i just said Yeah, heck with that i'm coming down off the stage and i shook their hand both of them i said congratulations you raised a christian you raised a christ follower you raised a jesus lover say prayers for you That's just the bottom shelf. That's just the beginning stage of getting us introduced to Christ. And I said to Rich and Patty in front of the whole place to say, you know, you raised all three of your daughters to follow the Lord. Praise God for you. That's what our moms do for us, the good ones. And you know, most of the time, they do it even when they don't know they're doing it. They really are superheroes. Amen? Amen. All right. Now, God's your biggest superhero. But today, mom's one too, for sure. And you're going to get a couple roses. I know Brent made a big deal about that, especially a couple of you who need to do more than one. But you're also going to hug them. You're going to give them a gift. You're going to take them somewhere. Um, rub their feet, maybe. <laughs> pay for a mani-pedi or something. Do whatever you can, okay? A card's good. There's all, some moms don't like chocolate. Some do. You should know her well enough by now. Flowers, yes, maybe no, I don't know. Figure it out. Figure it out. And when today's over, and she feels like the queen or princess, find out which one of those she likes better, right? (laughs) Tomorrow, I want you to ask yourself, how can I do those types of things towards my God? How do I chase Him? Because every day is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, thank You for moms and thank You for what we get to see of You in them. And may we value them more because of it. May we value You more because we see how You love and protect and provide. You teach. You show good and evil. You make it rain when necessary. And You give us access to the only power on earth, Yourself. I we pray, Lord, if there's anybody who's never started that relationship with You and are realizing today, I need to take this seriously from now on. Like the drum finally went off in their head. I need to follow the Lord. And they want to make that decision and pray that today you can say that prayer I'm going to follow you from now on I accept you as Lord and Savior I will continue to try and understand what the cross represents as to your we pray for the Ambrose and Potter families Lord Comfort, oh, comfort your people. And then, Lord, for the Barnetts. these are tough Mother's Days for those two families. And then, Lord, help us to engage with our moms. Maybe a great day for them. We thank you, Lord, for the offering that we're about to receive. Pray that you would bless it. Help us to be a church that loves you and loves moms. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. seek to love God and your mom as much as they love you. Amen? Amen. Go with him and her.